0: Why hello, friends and folks. This is your host at Editor Six, popping in before the show to talk through some stuff with you. Uh, Now, Dylan and I talked about it, and we've decided that since we're covering a series as big as Gundam, and also a lot of our friends and likely our listeners too are still progressing through the series, we needed to come up with a special system of spoiler warnings. So at the start of every episode, I'll play that little airport chime that you just heard, and then I'll issue a warning. It'll sound like this, though there will be a little variance based on the rating of a given episode. The current spoiler level warning is yellow. So this episode is rated yellow, meaning slightly spoilery. This episode will contain story spoilers for 0080 War in the Pocket and mechanical spoilers for 0080 War in the Pocket, as well as Zeta Gundam. It also contains light mechanical spoilers for the original net animation Gundam Twilight Axis, but we have given that its own distinct spoiler warning before that discussion starts later in the episode. At that time, you'll hear another little announcement, so you will have heads up. Uh, And going forward, for all of our episodes, this is going to be our policy. We will give an upfront warning about general spoilers for the episode, and then whenever there is a more specific spoiler that needs to be noted we will also tag it specifically in the episode Um, this is um, generally for anything that extends beyond where uh, the great gundam project has covered so far which is a podcast that our friends do Uh, we don't want to spoil anything for them or for their many listeners Uh, Please note, however, that mobile suit variation, or MSV, is exempt from the spoiler warning. We are probably going to spoil, mechanically, MSV frequently because it is a useful touchstone for mobile suit design and also because nobody cares about MSV. You can't spoil MSV. It's just a bunch of bad drawings of what if a Zaku had three guns on its back. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG. We are here to take a look at a mobile suit, or a mobile armor, I guess. That's also possible. And just sort of talk about its design and and, and everything about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Six Detmar.
1: I'm Dylan Roberts.
0: And uh, Dylan, do you have a D20 handy, or is this me again?
1: Uh, I do not have a D20 handy. Uh, I will defer okay. this to you.
0: Okay. We'll see okay. how
1: luck favors you this
0: week. Yeah, we're once again doing uh, early uh, Universal Century stuff. Um, we'll branch out at some point, but right now, you know, let's establish a baseline. Let's talk about some some classic Gundam shit. Um, there... We have... Go, go ahead. I was just going to say, there are places that
1: we need not quite venture into quite yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if at least for a while we could avoid uh, spoiling stuff for GGP um that's something we'll we'll work on 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 not doing um that's a great gundam project in case you weren't familiar uh, uh some friends of ours run a uh a episode by episode watch of all of gundam um right now they're in the middle of gundam wing chronologically speaking so you know there's a lot for us to talk about yeah
1: yeah and the thing is uh I imagine that there's a decent crossover of viewership, uh, just given mm-hmm. you know the network and all that being, uh, you sure. know, the, the the two networks uh, sort of you know having a lot of crossover with people that we know. So,
0: yeah, yeah, I've got a we we collaborate on stuff and and guest on each other's things and romance all of that the jazz. two networks. <laughs> if you sure will. that one.
1: Uh, it, Yeah, yeah. But, but I meant just both in the general sense, and I guess, yeah, that is the uh, that is the actual one that you all collaborate on, too.
0: <laughs> yep. But... Right. Uh, do you want to call your shot? Do you have a guess? D- given our list? No. <laughs> Alright, very fair. Here we go. Lean in close, get the clatter of the die. Uh, 16. Which would be the Z... No, it would be the Alex. The And the RX-78 NT1 Gundam Alex.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. So this actually works given what we talked about last week because uh, the Alex is a classic design and it is a one-year war design.
0: Yeah, we have – I want to point out for the folks at home, like we are not faking these dice rolls. We have a list of currently 21 mobile suits available to roll. Obviously, we're not going to roll the RX-78 again. And only three of them are Gundams. I don't know how this has happened.
1: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Like, it, it's also great because six is like, you know, I, I we, we need to make sure we leave this all to chance. And I'm just like, well, you know, the first episode we should do first Gundam. I didn't even
0: roll that die. And,
1: you know, it just, it just <laughs> happened.
0: Yeah, it sure did. Uh, uh, fate ordains a coherent uh, narrative.
1: <laughs> a, a decent progression. Well, no, no. Narrative will be for far later. But
0: oh you're right you're right man I want to I want some of those narrative robots I want to talk about some I'm going to be real nice to and some I am not
1: <laughs> Well
0: one day we'll get there one day we'll get there one day Uh but for now we're talking about uh I'll never give up forever double 80 war in the pocket the Alex
1: So, the Alex. What to say about the Alex? Well, I guess we could go through the the, the history of it in the show. The mm-hmm. Alex is a prototype Gundam made by the Federa- uh, by the Federation. Uh, early on in the show, it is show it is in it. I think it's in Antarctica for some reason. Uh, and then they launch it into space, and it goes to the supposedly neutral colony, uh, the Federation base on the colony and uh the show revolves around these Zeon operatives basically trying to blow it up um because it might turn the tide of war like Gundam's do <laughs> so yeah the alex is a mobile suit that is also meant for uh known criminal amara ray um mm-hmm. it was supposed to be As we talked about last week with uh, Amuro catching up too too much with the Gundam, uh, with the whole magnetic coating thing, this is supposed to be like an actual upgrade. Now, the Alex, I don't know if it's the first, but it's definitely one of many in the string of, oh, this was built as a replacement for Amuro, but it never got to him for mysterious outside reasons.
0: Well, I mean, I think... um... At least, at in terms of, I don't know, as far as like release order, like a, in the real world, in in Universal Century, it is certainly predated by the uh, G three Gundam.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has the it it does the same magnetic limb stuff that the G three does. Um, you know where it's like the look the limb move fast because magnetic coating. I don't know how it works. I I might be a giant nerd about robot stuff, but I actually have never looked into what magnetic coating actually means. But, but it, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's it's just like it's just like aluminum foil it just conducts better.
1: Yeah. Um. The uh, yeah, the G three does predate it though, and the G three was also another one that is supposed to be like, hey, this is supposed to be an upgrade for Omoro, but didn't it happen.
0: Mm-mm. Mm, not so much. Um. Yeah, the Alex uh, ended up not making it because uh, it it got kind of blown up.
1: Yeah, it it got pretty messed up. Um. It you know uh by the end of the ova just is pretty i i I don't know i I mean it lost a head and it lost part of the arm but its damage wasn't that bad
0: no for sure um but i don't i think it was a position where it just wasn't uh it wasn't salvageable in time for the end oh
1: yeah definitely not because yeah the end of that ova is it on christmas day i think it's on christmas day yes for the final episode there so yeah um, but the Alex is a very. Now, design wise, the Alex is a very fun machine because it is an example of. Oh, thinking on it, I guess 0080 would be your first one year war side story that's, like, animated. Um, mm. and, you know, it's the first time we get to see someone make a one year war Gundam that isn't the goddamn Gundam. Um,. The Alex in particular is made by um, Yutaka Izubuchi, uh, who is also famous for making the new Gundam. Uh, and interestingly enough, there are some design similarities there that we might talk about if we ever get to the new Gundam, but sa- same designer on both of them. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the, the Alex, though, is a very interesting take on doing a one year war design, but obviously with an OVA budget many years later.
0: Um. The the spooky thing to me about the Alex, um, mm-hmm. I like the Alex a lot. Um, if you look at the the RX seventy eight two, the Gundam, you look at it and you're like, wow, a lot of these elements carried forward into future Gundams. It still looks like an old machine, but it doesn't look nearly as old as you think it should. If you look at the Alex and you told me this was drawn yesterday, I would believe you.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Alex. I mean, the Alex is a very That's the thing, right? A lot of Gundam designs, like I think it's one reason people play up the whole, you know, oh look, uh, the first Gundam things look a little silly, is because later Gundam designs, even in the '80s and early '90s, I mean, a lot of them still look pretty modern, you know. Like the Mm -hmm. the Alex is something you could imagine in an OVA that came out ten years ago, let alone you know late '80s. Can't remember the exact year off the top of my head, but
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's just such it's such a it's such a sleek design. Like it has like the the use of the color, the line art, the silhouette and everything just feels so coherent and clear to modern sensibilities. There's no element of it that you look at and you're like, Well that looks like we've 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 grown out of that. It's like no.
1: Yep. It's got you know and it, it and it kind of just does a lot of what the original Gundam does, but a little bit more, which is, mm-hmm. you know a lot of your classic take of, well, how do we make the Gundam look better? You know, it's got the same kind of silhouette. It's still got the two beam sabers on the back. It's got your V-fin. It's got your big red pharaoh chin. It's got, you know, everything you expect a Gundam to have. But it's also got a lot of little greebly, like, details. Things like it's got the panel lining all over it that is visible. You've got lots of little, uh, what look like little latches and such, um... You have the verniers on the shoulders. Uh, uh, You have verniers on the legs all over the place, too, actually. You have lots of, like, these little details that even if you're not someone who knows what the function is, you look at it and you go, ah, this is a robot with, like, design sensibilities that are supposed to appear, like, functional and realistic, you know? Mm -hmm, And, um, you know, that's a classic... That, that's a classic thing to do with the Gundam design. It's like, oh, we're gonna try to keep all the silhouette and everything. We just have to add details to it to make it look fancier and more modern. That's all you need. And the Alex does it very well. Um, it, it's a it's a cool design. Um, I'm normally not one for Gundam tricolor, but I really like the presence of how much blue is on it. Like it still has your red, blue, yellow, and white, but. Um, it has a lot more blue on it, and it just makes it stick out a lot to me, personally. Mm-hmm. And then, um, it's it's also one of the earlier adopters of Time to Put Decals on the Gundam. Got your mm-hmm. uh, UNT Spacey logo on the one shoulder. Um, even in the concept art for like the show, the production art, uh, it has that.
0: You yes, know, it's not just which, like a course. model thing. Which stands for Under Normal Tactics Special Assortment Construction Yard. Yeah, sure. See,
1: I always <laughs> just used to go. <laughs> I used to always just go with, um, I guess Spacey is like a Navy for space? Question mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Special Assortment Construction Yard, of course. Okay, Fair. just like Alex is the Armored Layers Experimental. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, oh, I guess we should bring that up too. Yeah,
0: so, the Chobra.
1: Chubham armor. So the Chabam armor, I think that's how it's pronounced, maybe. Yeah, um, I don't know
0: why I said Chobra. Uh, <laughs> that's way off. <up. laughs>
1: uh, the Chabam armor is uh, a nice little storage packing for the. Uh, that's it, what it looks like to me. It looks like you know if you were like, oh, I don't want any dust to get on my Gundam. <laughs> we're gonna put it. Mm. We're gonna put this over it. Um, when when the Alex first appears, it is covered in a layer of like this, uh, gray armor. And it looks a little weird, and the reason you learn why it looks weird is, oh, this is just thrown over the top of the Gundam. Um, the the Chabum armor, though, is it's fun to me. It's one of those things where I don't really know... <sighs> I don't really know if I super like it, because, like, it, it, the way it gets used in the show is, it gets blown off immediately. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, we, you, you survived an attack that would have destroyed you. Um... But it's fun.
0: I think I think I like it in that I feel like it's a good emphasis on like uh, you know this is this is a recurring thing from episode one. But I really like it when these designs that are supposed to be prototypes lean into the experimental side of it. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. is the Chobham armor sucks. <laughs> the Chobham armor is like what it, is is a, a, a scientist was like. What if instead of giving it a shield, we gave it this armor? And like, not only does it look bad, it slows the machine down. Um, it can't, like, actively block, it just kind of has to take a hit, and then Mm -hmm. also, while that armor's on, it can't access some of its weapons.
1: Yep, yep, that's a thing. Uh, of course, depends on whether you're looking at the modern Master Grade 2.0, which, uh, added the gimmicks for the weapons, but, originally speaking, no, uh, you look at it, and it's like, well, one of its primary weapons is its wrist outlings, and you look at the art, clearly those wrists are not open. (laughs) Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just got these two hunks, uh, two hunks of metal over each arm now, and it's like, yeah, that's not gonna work.
0: Yeah, before we move on to like more obvious elements, it's worth talking about some of the other like the little improvements they made because this was like this was supposed to be a test machine, and they're sort of testing things like how could we make the Gundam better. That's where we get the first ever 360 monitor.
1: Yes, yeah. So that that was the thing. Um, you know, you see the Alex's. Uh, cockpit load up and it's like oh wait you can just look around you you just see things uh which of course eventually reached into zeta gundam because um, where mm-hmm. that's the norm is oh you're in a cockpit you just see everything around you um and yeah, the uh they they put that on the alex uh they have uh, honestly even the Chaba armor the thing with that is also uh it's very reminiscent of the common, uh, MSV thing early on of, uh, what if we put armor on the Gundam? Because, you know, it needs it.
0: <laughs> yeah. What if
1: we put armor on it? Uh, and it, it just reminds me of that. Um, I'm trying to think, what else did it have that was fancy for the time?
0: Um, it has, it has, like, a floating suit for, like, handling, like, G-Force. You're know, not gonna get that classic gif of Amro being rocked around in the seat of the Gundam. Yes.
1: Yep, it actually has, like, a proper, uh, seat or, uh. For, you know, mobile suits, because uh, early on, the more I think about, like, early mobile seats, it's really funny thinking about their cockpits and, like, the seats, and then you think about the way they are later, and it's just like, ah, why would anyone want to pilot one of those old coffins at this point?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, you could only see in one direction, uh, there was, like, there was very little, like, shock absorption as as witnessed as we say by numerous sequences of Amro being bounced around the inside of his cockpit like a ping pong ball even with his (laughs) seatbelt on uh yeah must have been rough (laughs) yeah it it mm,
1: that that wouldn't be very fun at all um apparently it also has a learning computer and uh of course you know for a quick reference on the show um i imagine six is doing this as well but i'm occasionally pulling up the gundam wiki awful website terrible website um only using it for general ideas of like, oh, what should I, you know, bring up next? Uh, right. But I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I believe the learning computer, but, you know, obviously this is all uh, ex- uh, anime, right? I, don't, I almost said
0: extra anime,
1: I don't, <laughs> outside of the anime, outside of the OVA, this is can, a lot of the stuff.
0: We can just say <laughs> extracurricular. I think it's your fine.
1: curricular, yeah, yeah, that
0: works. Um, I do want to say I I, <clears throat> I don't believe or disbelieve the learning computer. I like Christina McKenzie, pilot of the Alex. Great lady, didn't give a lot of opportunities for the Alex to learn much.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's she. Let's see, she she kills the camphor immediately, um, and. Then she has her final battle with Bernie. And I guess before that, it's basically just simulation runs, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. basically playing video games on the computer in there and saying, uh, if I remember right, she has her line about, you know, how am I supposed to use this at its full potential? This thing is uh, overtuned. And it's like, well, it's meant for a new type. <laughs> yeah. The only mention of new types, I think in, uh, 0080 comes from there.
0: It's interesting. It's a thing I haven't thought about, but I wonder if like I do not I d I don't I don't know that the, the timeline of events backs this up, right? But I'm going mm-hmm. to say this anyway. I wonder if the the cockpits of original mobile suits, which were not three sixty, sort of helped encourage the growth of new types because new type abilities were needed to know what the hell was happening.
1: <laughs> um I, I I could I could
0: I can kind of see what you mean there. Um, Like, if someone's... You know, like, like, uh, there are plenty of shots of, like, Amaro like noticing something happening behind him. That's just new-type powers. If you don't have new-type powers, you don't know.
1: Yeah. Like, um... I guess that's kind of the thing, right? Yeah, you get a lot of your new-type flashes and looking somewhere where you clearly shouldn't have visibility. Um... Mm -hmm. God. All I can ever think about with 360-degree cockpits is how disorienting it would be for me. Um... Namely, uh... I, I I always love the fact that uh, in Double Eighty, it's a little different. Of course, in Zeta era onward, you also generally don't see your own mobile suit's parts, except for
0: when you do, like the arms and. Yeah, such. you just have the chair floating in the void.
1: Yeah, that's got to be I, to me at least. That feels like that would be quite uncomfortable, but you know. <laughs> um. But yeah, like the the Alex is a very the the Alex is a very interesting machine because. It is also one of the first examples because of, you know, 0080 being your first sort of OVA prequel. And again, I'm sure side stories have done, had done this beforehand, but I like that it like kind of leans into, and not in an obnoxious way, but trying to like go, hey, maybe we should put some things that, you know, reference later things like the 360 degree cockpits and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, it's not obnoxious about it. It's just kind of like there. There are times where prequels and things that need to explain everything um can be very obnoxious it's just the uh hey i don't get that vibe from like the alex and other suits in 0080 Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but um yeah so trying to think of what to talk about next on the alex i Um, mean
0: i i feel like the the thing that most people that like really is is iconic about it is the is the wrist gatling guns um yes yeah which are fascinating, because they're certainly effective in the show, but like the, ultimately, like, this is not a feature that gets, to my knowledge, picked up by any future Gundam, and uh, it's even like like it is like text at the time that these weapons are like, they're kind of effective, but they're kind of technologically a mess.
1: Yes, so, that's the thing, right? Um, So, it has Gatling guns uh, that look really cool when it uses them a couple of times in the anime, and they are very effective in the anime. Like, while, while the camphor is also made of like lighter material armor, which is one of the reasons it's so fast. Like a lot of people go, "Oh, that's why it got torn," you know, to paper mache by the uh, like paper mache by the uh, Alex. But I mean, you know, the Gatlings also do a number on Bernie's Zaku um at mm-hmm. the end as well, and like they are clearly shown as pretty decently effective. But the future is beams. Is the problem? Yeah. Um, it, that's the thing I, I, I kind of feel, and I have to imagine that like that entire mechanism is just like, it, you know, it's probably a little complicated, especially because most pilots, if you're in a future where everything has beam rifles, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're not real. You're basically going to just use your beam rifle. You're not going to just suddenly pull those at that point. Just just have any functions that you could do with them. Just use the head vulcans for them yeah but they're still really cool and that's why the prototype machines are always cool is sometimes they have extra functions that might not be practical in most situations but of course we're going to see a situation where it comes up and they get to be really cool
0: yeah i do really like though the the idea that that um of the alex having a lot of features that are like solutions in pursuit of a problem
1: yeah yeah exactly um like you know, the wrist gatlings... Oh, look, unlike the head, we can aim them everywhere. And because they're mounted on the wrist, we can make them higher caliber. Um, you know, this is, you know, something... And you can aim everywhere with them. That's really cool. The problem is... You can also just do that with a handheld gun. And you can make the handheld gun be a beam that's just going to cut through everything.
0: Yeah, that, so, is, a, that is a feature. <laughs> you can't just yep, do that.
1: <laughs> much like, uh, the you know, it has the Chabam armor, which uh gets rid of all, a lot of its ability to use these features uh as presented in the anime um mm-hmm. you know and uh the other Chobam armor thing and this is the thing that again i find very funny with the modern uh master grade model giving it this gimmick but you know you look at the original uh full armor armor for the alex and it really it restricts a lot of the verniers and such on it too you know mm-hmm. and it's it, it's just very interesting because you know the the Alex is supposed to be this big high mobility machine. It's covered in verniers. It's able to both go fast and also like rotate and you know do all your space movements really well. But you have this armor on it. You have this, you know, this packaging box over it and it's like, well, we've removed that function, but now you can survive a hit or two.
0: Yeah. Let's hope they don't hit
1: the same spot twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, according to according to the wiki, uh it has 19 verniers normally, and it loses six of them when the armor is on.
1: Okay, that's not as bad as I thought. Um, see, the thing that you always have to take into account, though, too, is um, there's a big difference between how it looks in its art and then how what you have to assume are functions of it. Like right. you can see that the Chobham has like little uh, panels over some of the verniers, so it can be assumed that maybe those open. But you never know,
0: or that like th- like there's the uh, verniers over the chest. Like there are tiny little slits that are offset, and maybe it's like oh, it redirects the verniers through there. That doesn't really make a lot of sense, but maybe it does it anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so <clears throat> beyond the gimmicks, now just talking about the base design of the Alex. Uh. So we were going through, and I talked about you know it has a lot of elements in the first Gundam, and it just adds more detail. Um. Another really cool detail I like on it is uh. I like the additional chest vents a lot on um, the top of it. It's got these two like, or they might be verniers too. I don't actually know. the The two big yellow scoops uh, on the collar of it. Um, I ass-
0: I assumed those were the vulcans, but I guess they're on they're on the they're on the collars, not on the head. And the vulcans are on the head. Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, those two yellow things. I believe that those are. Uh... See, at first I was thinking vents, but they might be verniers because they were designed the same way as like those yellow. Um, the yellow ones on the skirt there above
0: the skirt mm-hmm. and, and also they don't have on like, the filters legs. over them the way that the vents tend to vents tend to
1: yeah hmm. um it, this thing is just covered in stuff it's great it's grebly. i love it um mm-hmm. i i love th- i love that era of gundam and the 90s gets really into just like we're gonna put everything on the outside you're just gonna see it all i love it it's just a big mm-hmm. thing i like um another thing i really like on the alex is a. Uh, Love those big scoops on the legs. It's got these really big uh, leg verniers on the outer part of each calf and um, just big, big boosters. I love them. Yeah. They actually kind of remind me of the, uh, if you look at them, uh, big versions of the Hiyakushiki's little little uh, boosters uh, to speak on a future mobile suit.
0: See, this is, this is the interesting difference is your comparison is another mobile suit, which makes a lot of sense. Whereas I'm like, hey, those look like Frito's scoops.
1: you know (laughs) god i'm I'm glad i'm gonna be making dinner soon now i'm hungry (laughs) i can see it though (laughs) and that's the worst part is i can see what you mean and i'm just like oh you know yeah if
0: if you want Um, some dip the alex has got your back (laughs) um
1: the, the, the alex's though it's it's fun design um there's not really i can't think of much more to say on the base design i mainly wanted to bring up those chest vents just because i like them a lot but other than that i mean you know it's a gundam (laughs) it's got well it's a gundam with wrist vulcan or wrist gatlings i guess they should call them they're not really vulcans um it's got boosters all over it it's got big armor
0: mm -hmm. it's great (laughs) I mean, one thing that we didn't end up talking about last time because there was just so much shit to talk about, but in theory, we're supposed to also talk about like notable like variants and I think mm-hmm. there are two interesting variants of the of the Alex, which is the uh a n o one Tristan and then mm-hmm. the the full armor Alex are both interesting yep. so
1: um. The full armor Alex it, that one's always one that gets to me. Because it's like, wait, don't you already have a full armor Alex? Isn't that what the chobum is? But uh the full armor Alex, as we mentioned here, uh, the FA78 NT 1 uh full armor Alex, um is a uh It's basically just the full armor Gundam but thrown on the Alex. Mm hmm. Um and it is you know it has the shoulder cannon it has the two beams on the wrist and everything it it's a very interesting little variant because it is just doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. um unlike the Alex's Chavam armor which kind of is just all defense no extra offense um the the full armor Alex though it, even in color scheme also got these uh this is clearly i believe from an old model manual you can tell by the limited color palette and such going <laughs> on on it and the the lack of detail, very interesting. Uh, there's a couple of those in uh, the 0080 kits, but uh, yeah, it's it's a weird mobile suit. It's weird seeing them throw a full armor system on a Gundam that has a full armor system.
0: Yeah, it seems like this one makes better accommodations for the Verniers, but. Um... Mm -hmm. the other thing the thing that mainly makes me laugh about this design is that it still has the gatling guns on the wrists but then it also just has a beam rifle on the wrists why would you ever use the gatling guns like even more so what (laughs) well look yeah yeah
1: why (laughs) why would you (laughs) look it's fine it just needs them it just needs them it's just in case
0: you know what, um, just in case, is, uh, listen, I I am a, I am a Gundam Heavy Arms Defender, just in case is the logic I can get behind. See, at least,
1: okay, <laughs> you know, but we can get into this because there are plenty of other mobile suits we can talk about weird redundancies in, actually, so we'll get into it as we get more into it. I, I kind of love it, and I also understand completely why it's very silly. It's, um, mm-hmm. it's great. Um... So, uh, and then the other one you brought up uh, is our good friend, the
0: Tristan. Quick spoiler warning here, folks. We're about to start talking about the uh, Tristan, which is a Gundam from the original net animation Gundam Twilight Axis. We don't talk about it in terms of any story or anything. We purely talk about it from a design and aesthetic perspective. But if you're sensitive to that, uh, that is basically the last of the conversation for this episode, so you're, you're good. Uh, thank you so much. Back to the show.
1: So, um, the Tristan is a mobile suit from, uh, I guess uh, we could say it has an uh, OVA, uh, a very short one. Uh, the Twilight Axis light novel, though. Is what right
0: so uh, uh this is this is a quick like pseudo ggp warning I don't think there's any uh I don't think there's any like real Twilight access content for ggp to care about and also even if you did we're just talking about the fact that they made the Alex again so I don't think there's anything to spoil here but if that's something you care about uh're this is pretty much the end of the episode for your your purposes
1: yeah and then I would say yeah and we'll just put a we'll also put a little timestamp warning beforehand that hey you know before this section we're going to talk about these mobile suits mm-hmm. from this show so um but yeah the the Tristan the Tristan is a um it's not originally made by Izubuchi but it is just a combination of a lot of his designs cuz it has new elements it has Alex elements um oh I guess it actually has Mark 2 elements too so there's some Okuara uh, there too
0: uh this thing's a Frankenstein. <laughs> it's kind of an alien. It's kind of a monster. Yeah, it's... You know... I hate it. <laughs> I I don't, like... Looking at it, looking at especially the, the... the, like, the original net animation art of it, I just... It looks like one of the Gundam 00 season 2 artists drew a UC Gundam, and I... It makes me unhappy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's... It's very well. It's very simplified, right? It's that. It's that. It, it's got that sheen of well. The production art has to be very simple, even though the artist is clearly able to draw more de- detailed art. So you have mm-hmm. all these flat lines. All so this is actually something um, that comes up earlier when we we're talking about how detailed the Alex looks. But you know, a lot of modern Gundam production art, and this is just the production art. You know, a lot of times you do get more detail in the shows than the production art. It's just interesting though, because a lot of the production art that informs a lot of the animation though tends to be a lot more simplified. You know, no, little panel lines, no little, like, uh, you know, detailed verniers all over it. You know, very simplified. And the Tristan is definitely one that has art that you look at it, and it's very, like, mm, this is kind of... I, 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 like I said, I just... I've not liked it.
0: I've never liked it. They it's, just filed all the charm off the Alex. It's... Yeah, it's
1: like... <sighs> I, I don't know. It... It has always looked like a bad, like Franken mashup, like something that I would expect to see, like a fan artist draw, is like, hey, look, I liked all these mobile suits, and if it was a fan artist Gundam, I would think it's pretty all right. But it's something that's mm-hmm. like, this is the main Gundam of this little production. I don't like it.
0: Th- I don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah, it just doesn't have any. It doesn't have any character. It doesn't.
1: It, it, its character is, uh, I am a chimera of, you know three three or four other mobile suits um in in terms of design elements um and uh, like like you know the 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 um the the page for it does bring up like oh no it's just it's solely based on the Alex but I mean you look that that backpacks that's a mark ii that's a mark II backpack
0: that's a mark II backpack My,
1: um the shoulders they're very uh new new like to me. Um you know not exact in shape, but like the way they have the verniers and stuff, it's a mixture of like a new uh, new type shoulders and like uh Mark II shoulders.
0: And this the thing head, just doesn't have its own identity. The head all. even looks almost like seed-ish. Yeah, the head is um head has a lot of vents. It has a lot of
1: uh, little vents all over it. It has a lot
0: of vents, it has two forehead lights, it has like uh a crest and a half. Yeah, I don't understand. The uh the double V fin is
1: uh an interesting choice on it. It's a very weird looking double V fin too. I don't like There's just a lot I don't like about the thing. Um which is funny because it's, you know, made from a design that I think is a pretty cool Gundam. I like the Alex. I think it's a cool Gundam. Um hmm. It's one of those cool Gundam The Alex is of course one of those cool Gundams that like I think is cool, but I also like I never bring it up because it's like it's the Alex. It's cool. Um, but it's- it just never- it doesn't- I guess it's- it's not, like, super turbo, like, interesting enough to come up with on its own, and the Tristan is, like, the fully realized, boring version of that, where it's like, well, this also has, like, no super special thing that it does, and also, it is now just aping the Alex in a way that is very- boring implant
0: i do i do have an affection sort of like it's it's, it's, it's like the affection you have for like the rent of a litter for the (laughs) uh for the tristan fail not Mm. which is a version which is a like like mid-season upgrade for the tristan where it gets just like a billion verniers duct taped to his back and looks like complete shit
1: Oh this is this is also in the manga which means I don't think this even comes I wonder if this even comes up in the light novel then weird okay so, I don't know it just
0: looks terrible and I love it
1: <laughs> You know this thing looks like it's trying to be the Vignagina uh, uh from F91 like with the mm. backpack but like done really badly
0: <laughs> Mhm mhm Yeah um. it's just it's very there is something um it's it's a very fine line to do the, de- for me at least, to do the design of like, we took this machine and then we felt like we need to improve it, so we just strapped things on. Um, I'm sure at some point we'll end up talking about Thunderbolt, which is a series where I think the design went too far in this way. Uh,
1: I love Thunderbolt designs. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, 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 it'll be great talking about it yeah. because I, I think we tend to have uh, very different feelings about Thunderbolt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, that'll be fun. So yeah, I guess other than us trashing on the Tristan, I guess that basically concludes our Alex episode.
0: Yeah, the Alex is actually one of my like I would say top twenty. I like the Alex a lot. Okay.
1: Yeah i I can agree with that. It is definitely um you know if we're talking one year war wannabe grandpa Gundams, uh the Alex I think is a very good one,
0: uh for sure. Uh, I feel there like are plenty of horse ones. It's it's the sister Gundam.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Like it's very much like it, 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 I don't see it as a knockoff as much as I see like it, it's not it doesn't ex- inspire the same feelings as when I see like mysterious Gundam unit that has actually existed the whole war that we didn't know about, especially cuz this thing is fielded so close to the end. Um mm-hmm, which probably mm-hmm. also helps.
0: Um, and also, I but, like that yeah. it's designed with, with flaws, because one of the most annoying things, like, uh, we didn't give it its own entry for, like, the G3 Gundam, which is just like, oh, what if they made a second Gundam and it was better, but they just didn't use it? It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it does have a better color scheme, though. It is it is a good color scheme, but yeah, I, I don't, like, like you, I find I... it annoying when it's like, oh, secretly there was just a much better one. It's like, okay.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, now, now, if the G3 was just done as, like, this is uh, an upgrade made from, like, all those broken leftover parts of Episode 1 of Gundam that we have made, I, I think I would be more I- attuned with it. it. The problem is, it ends up building a mythology, right? Because it's not used in the show, which means it just gets used in a billion side materials in weird ways and stuff. So, it's just... Mm-hmm. No one knows what they're doing with it. <laughs> um, And that's that's a problem, I feel, with a lot of these things. Or Or you have the opposite... Thing where it's like this is a known thing where it's like oh uh, I wanted a, I was making my own Gundam series for the one year war and of course I needed to make my own Gundam so I made my coolest super special Gundam um, mm-hmm. which some of the later especially ones feel like uh, earlier on I don't get that feeling as much it's over time you start getting that more and more that of that feeling with one year war side stories which I have a problem with how many one year war side stories there are but that's just me
0: no it's not Uh <laughs> It's not just uh, Oh, it's I not promise. just me, yeah. I promise. Yeah.
1: Well, like, it, it, it's a weird mix. I don't hate their existence. I just, I, I, I have to choose to ignore a lot of them, even once I like, because the more I think about them, the more, like, if I try to tie them all together, the more, like, annoyed I get.
0: <laughs> Did you know that but there yeah. was, a, well, you know this, but the listener probably doesn't know this. There was a uh, an evolution of the G3 Gundam called the Hidden Shadow of G, which was the oh! secret ninja Gundam. <laughs>
1: Yo, okay, no, If we're going to talk about side stories. We're not dunk- dunking on uh, Hidden Shadow of G. We're no, not? That side story is amazing. No, it's a comedy one about how there oh, okay. were ninjas hired to um, uh, alter events of the war, like ninja mercenaries and stuff. No, it is definitely a tongue-in-cheek thing. I love that. Okay. I think that's great. Okay. For a manga. I've only
0: seen it. I've only seen it as like a like oh by the way this was developed into and I'm looking at it it says it has shuriken and blow arrows and nunchucks and I'm like this no is the no that, thing that ever manga uh,
1: that that is an old manga uh, I don't think it's ever had like I don't know if it's had any translations or anything but the general premise of it is amazing the idea of we are hiring uh, mercenary guilds full of ninjas to uh, you know help fight this uh, war for us is great I love it but. <laughs> Um but that's because it's having fun with it and I like that. I like when they're having fun with it.
0: Um, oh yeah, okay, I'm I'm, not I'm, I'm reading too... a summary of this and it seems pretty funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's very silly. It's 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 very tongue in cheek. I I I kind of love that. But yeah, so god, we ran 40 minutes again. Wow. <laughs> Shit. I think we keep I... thinking this we keep thinking this is going to be a 15 minute show and then we just end up going on these uh tangents. I I can't help it. This is how I talk. We Apparently love Gundam. Think it's okay. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's just I get wor- I, I worry that I'm like the one like putting us off track a lot. But you know, if people like it, I'm okay with it.
0: <laughs> uh, friends and folks, uh, go ahead. Uh, f- okay, for Dylan, where can people find you on Twitter?
1: I am at lowpolyrobot. No spaces on Twitter. At uh, wait, wait, I almost just repeated myself. Ah, okay. Um... Yeah, that's me. Hi, bye. Now,
0: okay, if you feel this way, which I know you do, uh, do, do us all a favor, message Dylan and be like, hey, this show literally exists to hear you talk about how much you love Gundam. Don't apologize for it.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry for apologizing.
0: Motherfucker. <laughs> Kill you. <laughs> uh, that,
1: was only half, that was only half intentional. <laughs>
0: Uh and I'm Six Detmar, I'm just an enabler of people's passions. Uh you can find me on Twitter at six d e t S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R, uh, ScanLineMedia.com, patreon.com slash scanline media. I love I love robots too, but I my, my love is definitely the secondary one here. I'm here because I mean, someone needs to edit these. That's basically why I'm here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, being able to talk to someone is fun. It's nice. And yeah.
0: Wait, so. there's a there's a okay. That's a company. Okay, for a second, I was really excited by the name Butch Concern. That's a great name, but unfortunately, that's the name of a company, which is still okay, but not as good. Butch Concern,
1: God. <laughs> I, I mean, if you told me that was a Gundam character from something, I would believe you.
0: Sure, sure, but, but sadly not yet. But Amuro. I no no. <laughs> We have to do a different one this time. Uh, we can do one relevant to whatever series we could do. I'll never give up forever if you want.
1: Um, yeah, that's fine.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. It'll be even bigger next time.
0: I mean, we're going to, you're going to say that and we're going to roll the big exam. It's going to be like the most literal thing you've ever said.
1: <laughs> that, that'd be great. <laughs>